Okay, what's your favorite thing that's like included in this movie that has nothing to do with the central plot of the movie? Because the obvious answer is the dance scene, but I propose the sushi. Norway? It's not in Norway, is it? You said it was in Norway! It was filmed in Norway, but it's not set in Norway. I don't... Oh, so you don't want to give Norway credit. Hi, I'm John. We're not Bethany. And this is Them's the Facts. And I do want to say, maybe it was set in Norway. You know, they're never really specific as to where this movie is set. True. They just know that, we just know that his estate is giant. And that Domhnall's character, whose name I already forget. <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> Caleb. It's Caleb and... Such a boring name. Caleb and Nathan, right? Nathan is... Yeah. <laughs> Caleb and Nathan's hot dogs. Oh my god. Have you ever met any computer bros that are named Nathan or Caleb? No. Mm mm. But I wouldn't be surprised if I did because, I don't know, I could see it happening. I could have any name, but I'm just saying. Also, believing that Caleb. Also, I can't believe that Domino Gleason believed. Like, a character played by Domino Gleason believed he was the best at anything. What? Domino Gleason plays characters that are not generally mm. hyper competent. Okay, we're, we're talking about Ex Machina this week on Home Viewing. <laughs> oh, wait. You're John, and I'm Bethany. Yeah. And this is Home Viewing. <laughs> yeah, we, we did that already. No, we did? We did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. We absolutely... I can I can pause the recording and... Please do. I, I'm pausing right now. <laughs> we paused it. I introduced the wrong podcast. <laughs> so my brain erased it from its memory. <laughs> Oh, okay, so this week, what do we watch? Ex Chapina. Ex Machina, which is a film by Alex Garland, came out in 2014. What else does he do? Uh, you would know, let's see. I believe that his other, the, the his other big one recently was Annihilation. Oh boy. Which. A film. We saw that as a preview, and I think we all just came out thinking. Uh, I, we rejected their free poster that they tried to give to us, if that. Gives any indication? Yeah. Uh, we came out of it thinking, what the fuck was that? Cool production design, though. Yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. Fun to watch. Lacking in plot. Which I think is kind of the point of it. He also made, um, before this, he made Big Game. Who? Um, Dread. The Judge Dread adaptation. Never Let Me Go. Oh. The vampires one? No, that's no. not the vampires one. That's the clones one with a. Oh, dude, with uh, what's your face? Yeah, Donald's in that one too. Yeah. Oh, Carrie Mulligan, Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield. That's the one I was trying to think of. I was like British. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Gleason's in that one too, isn't he? Oh mm-hmm. wow. I think made, his character in that one. He made twenty-eight awesome. days later, twenty-eight weeks later, and uh, sunshine. Twenty-eight seconds later. No. Oh. <laughs> sunshine. Uh, sunshine was. Another science fiction thriller film. Oh, wait, directed by Danny Boyle. So he wrote... Okay, he wrote Never Let Me Go and wrote Dread. He's only directed Ex Machina and Annihilation. So these are the only two films he's directed. Cool. But he wrote 28 Days Later Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, okay. And Never Let Me Go and Dread. 
Yeah, you said that. So, he's kind of got a history in, like, sci-fi thrillers, then. Yeah, you can tell he's a one-genre pony. I don't know. He he le- he seems interested with the idea of transcendence, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Uh, this film centers around a reclusive tech gajillionaire, <laughs> uh, played by Oscar Isaac... <laughs> Who, let's just be fair, can I didn't think was going to pull off this look, I think, when I first saw the movie. Like, back in 2014. It, it takes till about halfway through the movie till you're, like, convinced. That he is. Yeah. Of course, the second time around, I was convinced fully from the beginning. No, it took He's me so muscly in this one. He's he's very, like, stuck. His opening scene, he's punching a heavy bag, and it's excellent. He, he looks very good. He does very good at this. Oscar Isaac is one of our greatest actors, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah. And it was really cool seeing this and then seeing the casting announcements for The Force Awakens like, oh. Oh yeah, that was before that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, this was a this came out a little more than a year before The this Force Awakens. This is when he was still kind of uh, new on the scene well, to, he us, quite, to us. He was new to us, but we had already seen Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, that and, and this. That, that well, those was, were the only two things that we had seen with him. Uh, well, we had seen other stuff before him without re- with him without realizing it. Like what? Sucker Punch? Where is he in Sucker Punch? He's the uh, he's the casino owner in Sucker Punch slash Orderly. Yeah, we need to buy that. He one. sings he sings love love is the drug in the end credits. Oh really? Yeah, it's excellent. Um, I don't know if we need to buy that one. I don't know if I want Zack Snyder invading my home. I think he technically already has in the form of three hundred, but three hundred what? Three hundred. You own three hundred. You bought it at Walmart that one time. <laughs> Wait, we went to Walmart? This was when we were in Athens. A I think further we... tragedy? Yeah. Wait, we used to go to Walmart in Athens? I don't remember if it was in Athens or it must have been Augusta. I think it might have been Statesboro. Oh, yeah, Statesboro does not have a Target. Yeah. <gasps> Do they still not have a Target? I don't know. Let... This is this is not an important Viewers, to go if on. you are from, have been to the Statesboro area, please let me know if there is, in fact, a Target now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, this, this one uh, you bought and we watched on DVD, if I remember correctly, from a bargain bin. Which is how we got a lot of our DVDs from Bargain Bins. This one? No, 300. Oh, 300, 300. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex Machina is one that I ordered on Amazon, like, as soon as I was Yeah, that's one that might have not even been, like, at the store. No, it wasn't at the store. Wow. Yeah, because I, I wanted this one. Uh, Alicia Vikander plays uh, Ava, the AI that... Ca- okay, so, yeah, basic plot. Caleb is a coder at Blue Book, the search engine slash Google analog... Mm-hmm. That um, Oscar Isaac, Nathan's character, no, Nathan, Oscar Isaac's character, owns <laughs> and invented and everything. He has been using an AI, uh, Blue Book, this search engine, to build an AI that is, of course, because he's a male scientist in a male written and directed movie about robots, yeah. a sexy female robot. Yeah, the, the cast was a choice. There's no male robots in this movie, only female, and And they're all naked. And the only female characters in this movie, except for the one woman who congratulates Caleb for winning at the beginning, are robots. Robots. Well, we don't know. We don't know if she was a robot or not. Yeah. Oh, this is true. Arguably, we don't know if any of them are (gasps) They could all be robots. They could all be robots. Even Oscar Isaac is a robot. There is a big monologue about about, uh, misdirection. 
in there, which seems kind of lifted out of the prestige a little bit. Um, no, uh, Oscar Isaac does say there's nothing to that distracts from the trick like the magician's hot assistant or something like that, which is almost directly a line from the prestige. It's like, no better misdirection than a pretty assistant. The Saturday Michael Craig's cult. God, that messes with me every time because he just... What's his face? Who? The, the guy. Michael Craig? Brit- no, the guy who's British, but... Batman. Oh, Christian Bale. But he's not British. He's Welsh. In my head. But he's, he's American in your head? He's because American because of- he plays so many American roles and his accent is so convincing, but he's really not. Yeah, he's Welsh. It messes with me. <laughs> um, uh, this movie does not do a great job of portraying femininity. No. Well, but that's not the really the point. The problem is that there's no... Interesting. Well, no, the female characters are interesting. If you if you could call them female, that's because the they are robots. a man's conception of a woman. Uh, yeah, because he, he at one point he explains the where he made a, a hole in them and put pleasure sensors there. Yes. Disturbing. Are you wondering if she can fuck? Because she can fuck. Don't. Which is such a line. Uh. Sorry, there are some really great, excellent line deliveries by Oscar Isaac in this movie. Oscar Isaac, like. Jump dives into this role and like just takes a bite out of it. You know, I'm mixing so many metaphors, but Oscar Isaac is very good in this film. Alicia Vikander is also very good in this film. She's, I don't know, this is this is long been a thing of mine, but I I think hiring Scandinavian people to play somewhat ethereal characters is just a good. Call. Is she really Scandinavian? Yeah, she's she's Scandinavian. I thought she was Danish. Denmark is in Scandinavia. De- Scandinavia traditionally uh, consists. Take it out. It's not. The same. Okay, but she's not Danish. Actually, she's Swedish. So she is real Scandinavian, Swedish actress. But she's been in Danish film. Is the thing. See, you're thinking about the royal affair, right? Oh, <laughs> probably. Yeah, with Matt Nicholson. <laughs> that was a thing. That's that a happened. good movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> Go watch a royal affair. It's good. I guess. Go watch Hannibal first. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Not a movie. Go watch. Uh, no. Okay. The, wait. Go watch the early two thousands King Arthur. All right. Anyway, that's a Mads. Back- Mik- that's a Mads Mikkelsen movie. Okay. Well, back to that's the actually where Mads are- Mikkelsen and. Uh, <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> hey. Hmm. I love you. Sure. What worked for you in this movie? Anyway, before you started off on that tangent, I was gonna say it almost feels like a one act play because you only have four characters. Really? Oh, absolutely. And one of them doesn't speak. <gasps> That's right. Yes. You never get... Sonoya Mizuno's character? Yeah. Of... I forget well, some stereotypically Japanese name. Rude? I mean, Kyoko. Kyoko. Oh, A name yeah. that is like, obviously signifies she is Japanese. She doesn't speak English. Which yeah. denies her a voice, too. Oof. It's a lot of men controlling women... Women, quote unquote, in this movie. Downvote. <laughs> well, just think about what happened in uh, Annihilation, kind of. Oh, that was. Alex Garland maybe doesn't know how to write women. Well, but he'd probably argue that, like, that's not what the point of the movies are, that it's about finding your inner weirdness of mm. some sort. I don't know. I mean, this one is about what constitutes consciousness, too. But, it's but that was, in, in Annihilation, that was kind of a thread, too. I mean, this... 
I and I think it was like the, it's centered around a, a so-called Turing test, but the thing. The, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Is that a real thing? No, the Turing test is a real thing, and they're like. Is that how they test AIs? Uh, yeah, they test, and what they do is they do, like, hide the computer, so, like, you don't know if you're talking to a proctor, an AI, or computer, or so what. So, they, they, now they have AI speech that th- is that smooth, and not... Well, no, no, it's usually text-based. So, like... You, oh, you read it. Yeah, exactly. So, and it does bring up a, a real fact, it's like, if you, like, I, I like the concept, it's like, yeah, you know she's a robot, but do you think she has consciousness? That's the true the true test right here. I don't know. It, thinking about that kind of thing, like, imitating consciousness is so easy without actually having consciousness. Well, I mean, it's kind of interesting to me that when he's talking about the language with Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac's character just, like, completely brushes it off. He's like, I don't want to do this. This would be a lecture. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in us hanging out. Which is, of course, a misdirect right. in itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are, like, multiple crosses in this movie. Like, double crosses. I, I would argue there's a triple cross at one point. <laughs> the end. Actually, maybe a quadruple cross. No, because Caleb crosses Nathan, mm-hmm. who then crosses Caleb, mm-hmm. who then crosses Nathan again, <laughs> Who Ava then crosses. That's a quad, That's a classic case of a quadruple cross right there. Arguably it would be a quintuple cross. Because Nathan was... Because Nathan brought Caleb there under a different pretense. That he had won a contest when actually he had been selected from the beginning. And yeah, but if you want to go designed. into all that, then there's more than that. Because of the whole like video system. and. Oh yeah, that opening shot when he's on his computer and you can... And you see from the perspective of his Yeah, no, that's definitely a camera, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I love that. Like, the idea... (sighs) And, I mean, I guess this isn't as stunning as it might have been back... Because we were only, like, really starting to get into how much data mining was happening back then. Yeah, well, and we were still newer to, like, film and and devices and stuff. And and I don't know how... If if Mr. Robot had even come out then yet. It had such a wow factor the the first time we watched it. Well, it's just thinking about... It's like the idea is like, oh yeah, those cameras, they're on all the time. And the companies let me do it because then if they stopped me, they'd have to admit that they'd been doing it. But like, that's well, a, now that's fully happened multiple times in multiple yeah. scenarios, so it's in not fact, shocking I, anymore. In, in fact, I just want to wave to whoever's watching my webcam right now because I, oh my gosh. I still haven't taped over it, even though I probably should have by now. I mean, will the tape do much good if you close your laptop all the time? That's fair, but then they can see what I'm doing, like, when I'm looking at my laptop. Then they look at you all the- oh my gosh, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I if guess- If someone I likes to look at to... my dumb face that much, then more power to them. <laughs> this sounds like a good time for an ad break. <laughs> Hi, this is Jesse. And this is Griffin. And we're Avocado Test. We're a news and social commentary podcast by young people for young people. Have you ever wanted to know more about climate change? The social conflict in Venezuela? Or maybe why Trump sucks so bad? Then we might be the podcast for you. New episodes every week. You can find us on iTunes or Google Play. Just go and search Avocado Toast. Check us out. Eat the rich. And we're back! Alright. Um, notable moments in this movie. (laughs) What was you going to say during the ad break? Notable moments. (laughs) (laughs) Notable moments in this movie include 
the disco scene. I just think about, why did you tear up her drawing? And he says, I'm going to tear up this fucking dance floor, dude. <laughs> right, the writing in this movie. The dialogue for Oscar Isaac in particular. It's like, sometimes it's great. And sometimes, I feel like a 13-year-old like fan fiction writer wrote it. Okay, but like. He did tear up that fucking dance floor, dude. <laughs> Him and Sonoya Mizuno doing that choreographed oh, dance. Oh, yeah, it was That cute. was so excellent. Sonoya Mizuno, a frequent collaborator with Alex Garland at Wasima, she played the alien in the morph suit in Annihilation. She did all the dancing stuff for that. So she's like a dancer and an actress. You, the, the general public who hasn't seen an Alex Garland movie, which, you know. I don't know if I'd recommend A good choice on your part. Most of you. You might have seen her in Crazy Rich Asians as Araminta, the uh, bride. So That is a good movie. Would recommend. It's a pretty fun movie, yeah. I think it's fun. Um, the dance scene is great. Oscar Isaac's wardrobe in that dance scene is also great. <laughs> He's got, like, that V-neck shirt that's, like, the deep... Oh, deep my God. V. I'm so, Do you... Like, that was actually a thing back then, though. Do you remember? Like, for a hot minute, the deep, deep V was, like, a choice a, that people made. A choice made. for men, yes. Thank God it has since vanished. Um, I want to see it back at disco night. Mm. Only at disco night. No, yes. no other scenario should you wear that in public. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do you think Ava had consciousness? No. No. Mm. You really don't. No. The only character that arguably like is acting like of their own agency in this movie, and you don't think she had consciousness? No. I think even Kyoko had consciousness. She didn't have the ability to express it, but she had it. I can't tell... You can't create consciousness. Like... So you don't think the singularity is ever going to happen? No, you can't... You're so wrong. You can absolutely imitate the structures you of the You can human imitate day. it, but it's not... But I think that it Does happen. that define see, consciousness? I, if you are able... If you have, have a theory of your mind and other people's minds, if you're able to Simply think... Simply making choices is not consciousness. Making choices is different, but being self-aware is a... But you. But then also, you could argue that our dogs are self-aware, right? But they do have consciousness. Exactly. So what I'm saying is, if a dog can have consciousness, can't a computer? Wait! Don't say. Hey, those are beautiful creatures below us. Um, they are not robots. I know they're not robots. You cannot compare AI to our dogs. I'm sorry, but I'm saying that we could eventually reach that point. Yes, everyone. I am one of those crazy dogs. If we haven't reached that point already. Yeah, that's true. We don't know. What we don't know. If Elon Musk thinks we're living in a simulation, so. Gosh, I remember that was one of those things I really got tripped up on. What? When I was younger. Like, what if I'm dreaming this entire thing and I'm really in a coma and we're really in this world where we're all actually vampires or something like that? Is Alex Garland just someone who thinks they're going to major in philosophy in college and then just never does? Yeah, well, his choice was better if he, like, studied film or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought this was an interesting movie and an enjoyable movie. It's it's pretty fast-paced, too. It's yeah. less than two hours. It's um, pretty. And it is pretty. The landscape shots mm-hmm. are, like, say what you will about Alex Garland, but he knows how to, like, pick his locations. That glacier shot. And he's good at framing. Yeah, because oh. I was just thinking about that glacier shot. Mm-hmm. They're kind of in, like, the left-hand corner. Yeah. Kind of, but also dominating the screen somehow at the same time like i don't know <laughs> well i think it's because they look so stark against the like bluish yeah, light blue, of the glacier mm-hmm. it's ugh. i mean down hall basically disappears but 
<laughs> no, he's Irish, so he's got that very ruddy. Oh, voice. right, 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 right. <laughs> I can sympathize with that. Hmm. I think the most eloquent part of the movie is that multiple cross scene right there when uh oh my god the blood in this movie is so gorgeous like oh absolutely it's visually very stimulating. i think but like structurally my favorite part of the movie is the the triple cross like because you know you've got well i mean tricking him into drinking so that you could so that you could you know hack his security system is one thing and then letting him in on the plan so that he thinks that he's got you, and then proving that he doesn't in fact have you. Well, I just no, I just like I that. thought that part might have been an on the like, fly thing. Once he caught him, I was like, oh, maybe I should do this. Well, see, I just love that like hats out of hats kind of thing, where you're like, you think the uh, trick is over, but you haven't seen the prestige. That's so and this dumb. This movie kind of is a magic trick in in that way. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, that was kind of the thesis of the prestige is that yeah. no one was like movies are magic tricks. This movie really was. The stabbing scene, very good. Uh, um, God, Oscar Isaac. I mean, check out our Twitter if you haven't already. But I'm just thinking, if you had a sharp enough blade, mm-hmm. and you literally just kind of slid it into something, someone, would it slide that easily? Like, could you really just be like... That's me, that's me sliding the blade in. But it would be smoother, so it wouldn't make any noise. Well, that kind of blade, that looked specifically like a carving knife. I don't know if you've ever slid a carving knife into raw meat. Uh, next time I buy a pork butt, you're going to see how easy it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what they, they... They use pigs as, like, approximations of human flesh, because... But it's it's interesting, because, like, because they're this amalgamation of search engines, they know how to, like... Because, okay, if they were just robots, right, and they were just, like, kill, 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 they would just leave the knife in. But she... They and took the knife back out. They know not. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's not just what you're thinking; it's how you're thinking mm-hmm. and how your brain. And well, so he says that line literally. Says that. Yeah, no, yeah. that's why I'm quoting it. I think that's, I think that's kind of an effective way of what the tools of search engines are. Which, if you look at the way that like algorithmic like ads and targeted advertisement has been working, they're starting to catch up to that a little. Yeah, I'm probably know? gonna get ads for knives now. <laughs> I've been talking about dinosaurs so, a lot so lately. So they don't actually really listen to you, but if you Google something like that, then they will absolutely start advertising that to you. I think they listen. I think I've gotten ads where I haven't actually Googled something. I'm gonna something. show you a reply, the Reply All episode where they address that they don't actually listen, but it's just your browsing habits. Reply that really All? What is that? It's a podcast from Gimlet that's like about what stuff is a Gimlet? Age. It's a podcast network. Kind of like the Pocket Podcast Network. But, you know, with like... The Pocket Podcast shows. Network? We're part of the Pocket Podcast We are part of the Pocket Podcast Network. Um, so, are you ready to rate? You didn't talk about the Pollock painting at all. Oh, yeah. Automatic art. I mean, they kind of talk about that. Is that really what his um style was, though? I mean, that's some of it. I think they I kind of like over... Did oversimplified that. it yeah no. i mean but for the concept of the movie i think it but, makes sense uh, i also think there was a ugh. watch for, for watch at least that scene. occasional subtlety alex garland also hits you over the head sometimes too <sighs> i don't know i like the subtlety at the beginning of having the scars on Domino's back to like so that you would call it into question later whether or not he's actually a human 
Which, but well, but if he do- was a robot, he probably wouldn't have those scars because he would just make him perfectly. But you see, here's the thing. Alex Garland, like, in an interview afterward did say, he was like, yeah, I knew a lot of people would watch this thinking about Blade Runner, where everyone would be wondering if he was an AI or not, so I did throw that in there as a misdirect. Which is funny to me. I don't know. It's... It seems informed by the movies that have come before it in some way. Yeah, which is cool. And it seems informed partially by Isaac Asimov's Laws of Robotics in that it is completely ignorant of Isaac Asimov's Laws of Robotics. You would think that, like, the most basic thing you would do when creating an AI is, I don't know, make it so that it couldn't harm humans. But then you, I guess you could argue that by removing that aspect of its free will, you would be putting a barrier on its consciousness, so... Yeah, this had to have been model, like, 52, then, if he decided to remove that. Or he should... Well, but you well, see... Well, just, you see the flashbacks, and you see that one... The one that's, oh, like, destroying he... her arms as she's beating him against you the You know, glass. that doesn't really bother me, though. Oh, that freaks me out so much. Because the, the, they're not any people. Any fast motion, like... But the point is, they look like people. So? They look like people, and they're destroying themselves trying to get out. That didn't bother How me. You... So you really don't think those robots had consciousness? No. They hated him. They only even wanted to they, escape. Even if they did have consciousness, they're not people. Oh my gosh. Babe, you're on the wrong side of this. You're on the wrong side of the revolution. I, for one, welcome our future overlords. Oh, God. For real, though. No. If something has the ability to want and love and need, though I guess you don't ever really know if... You don't. Yeah, you... Was she pro... It's, I guess but it's Turing, not really love that if as you, she, like... As, she, as, as he said, the Turing test was like, will she use you as a means to escape? But what if he programmed them to want to escape? Mm-hmm. That's... Because you don't really get a look know. in his mind, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, you just know that... Well, but I don't oh. know if he programmed anything specific other than just they can figure out what to do based on the search engine. So, like, maybe they're, like... Whenever they get a prompt, like someone speaking to them, what if it just kind of triggers the actual search engine to, like, look up a response to it? And whatever the first hit is or the most popular hit is, they, like, execute that. But I do think specifically about, like, if you're a human and you're trapped in, like, one little space, then, like, you are eventually going to want to get out of there, probably. I don't know, it's... I don't know. He brought up... He did bring up, like, the colors in black and white thing. There's oh, a lot of, like, that was a questions in there. that was a really dumb one too. But it's a classic like philosophical thought oh experiment. Oh my god! You can oh. tell that men wrote philosophical like philosophy <laughs> because it's so dumb sometimes. I'm sorry, I love science fiction. I just really. Do. I also like science fiction, <laughs> but more to tear it apart than anything else. <laughs> All right, I think we're about done. Um, what would you rate this episode? Or this movie, specifically. I think this episode is one of our better ones, but I th- what, what about this movie? Uh, 3.7 robots. 3.7 robots? That's actually about my rating, too. 3.7. It's very good. I would watch it again. But, you know... Not anytime soon. It's not necessarily great. All right. So, we are a part of the Pocket Podcast Network, as we mentioned. Oh, um, simultaneous cash. <laughs> Simultaneous Catch, I was thinking Gronk. Simultaneous Catch just put up an episode about Gronk retiring from the... Who is uh, Gronk? Gronkowski from the New England Patriots. What? Yeah, no, he's retiring, at least for now. I'm going to have to go listen to that. Exactly. Um, And then we've also got 
shows like Them's the Facts, The Ghoul Tank, That's So Lesbian. You, you took all the ones that I knew. Avocado Toast. <laughs> I thought they were on No, news. they're back now. <gasps> Avocado what? Toast is back with a new co-host, and, you know, they're trucking along, talking cool. about news. They actually did a, an episode about, like, modern zoos, apparently. What? But the title is What's Wrong with Zoos. But one of the people there is an intern at the... The guest they had on is an intern at the National Aviary. <gasps> so, like, I want to check it out and see how it is. I, I want to listen so to that That's so exciting. All right. So, um, our theme music is by The Organ Machines. This is a song called Oil Waves. So check them out on their band camp. Um, I think this is the only E that we had, actually. Ooh, so we're on to the Fs? Yeah, we're on to the Fs next. And I think I know when it starts, but I'm going to check. I think you're going to like the one that it starts. Really bad audio. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, I probably won't like it. It's a conservationist story. <gasps> Fantastic beasts. Yes. Yes. We're gonna have some fun, y'all. All right. Until next time, I'm John. And I'm Bethany. Bye. This never how you knew it. Nobody looks at it that way but you We are some drowning But you were the one with the blood on your hands Take it, I never saw Pocket Podcast Network Quality programming right to your pocket